0: I'm Selena Sage, and Live Free is for our collective liberation. Namaste and welcome. When talking about the interconnected nature of things and the wisdom of the Indigenous people, I thought it only right to create a follow up episode. With some direct quotes from the native peoples of America, and uh, specifically North America, United States of America, and I, I feel that this wisdom is so important to consider as we go through our lives, and you know, really catch ourselves to see if we're making decisions for the short term or the long term. And also, the other reason why I wanted to share some additional wisdom is because there is a consistency in this wisdom. And I love you know learning perspectives from all around the world because you start seeing how it's really pointing to the same source. So the first quote I'd like to start with is actually a proverb from the Cree uh, Indian tribe that I just love, it it always comes to mind when I think about the environment. Only when the last tree has died, and the last river been poisoned, and the last fish been caught, will we realize we cannot eat money. So often we are, and I say we as a society, are making decisions with short-term gains thinking about money and the reality is if we are destroying our environment if we're taking away environmental protections of our waterways and not creating limitations on land that's being cleared for you know cattle uh, to support all of the meat that's being eaten we're literally destroying our ecosystem so, I think the opportunity is for each of us to recognize the decisions that we're making, recognize how we can lower our carbon uh, footprint, how we can, you know, if we don't want to go full vegan, how we can incorporate at least some vegan and vegetarian days into our diet, which can be very healthy, to limit this dependency on meat and, and even fish, because our oceans are being overfished. And so, as we are you know, taking personal responsibility for these things as a collective society, we can shift this focus away from just money, just this, you know, I would say capitalistic centric mindset of gaining in the now without recognizing how those short term gains may disadvantage us in the future. If we're not taking care of the environment, then we have no place to live here. <laughs> so this wisdom is, I think it's so essential when making decisions at the micro level for ourselves and then also as we expand out to our families, to our communities, and then ultimately to our society, how can we all work together to ensure that our environment is, you know, is being sustained, that we are making adjustments to ensure that we have a livable planet. This to me is is something that comes only from uh, unification. And there's another piece of wisdom by an elder, Black Elk from one of the tribes, and, and he says, There can never be peace between nations until there is first known that peace which is within the souls of man of men. Let me read that again. There can never be peace between nations and Till there is first known that peace which is within the souls of men, so it's it's basically the same thing that we have to start with ourselves. When we recognize the peace with which is within our souls, that collective source nature, then that expands out, and then we can come together as a, as a whole to have this peace between nations but we first have to have that peace within ourselves. And this is something that I, I believe echoes wisdom of, for example, Thich Han from the Zen Buddhist perspective. And, you know, his wisdom was similar in that, you know, you have to love yourself in order to be able to love others. And that way, the love that you have for yourself merely is overflowing to others. When you have that peace within yourself, then it overflows to others. And then we can have peace amongst people. But I think it starts with ourselves. And this is from the Lakota tribe. Our quest, our earth walk is to look within, to know who we are, to see that we are connected to all things, that there is no separation only in the mind. And this is so directly related to all of the other wisdom that I share on this podcast. And in fact, I've been wanting to have an episode devoted to this indigenous wisdom because it's so poignant and perfect. So this is just looking at our quest, our earthwalk, our life. Our life's purpose is to look within, to recognize who we are. And in doing that, we see that we're connected to all things. We see there's no separation. And we recognize that it is only the mind that creates these distinctions. The mind is sort of the the mechanism for which we have this phenomenal experience because it it limits our perception of who we think we are, it creates that limit that seems to be enclosed to the body. But when we move beyond the mind, when we go within, when we recognize our true nature, we go beyond the limits of the mind and we recognize what we truly are. There's another quote by um, Sri Ramana that I want to actually add into this wisdom. He said, to ask the mind, to kill the mind is like making the thief the policeman. He will go with you and pretend to catch the thief, but nothing will be gained. So you must turn inward and see from where the mind rises, and then it will cease to exist. This is perfect. It's saying, you know, if you're asking the mind to get rid of itself, it's like making the thief the policeman. Of course, the thief will not arrest himself. He will go and pretend to catch a thief, but nothing will really be be gained because maybe he'll point the finger at another person or sabotage the investigation so no one is ever found. So Sri Ramana is saying you have to actually turn inward and see where the mind is rising from and then it'll cease to exist. So you're through the power of observation, you come to know that what you truly are is beyond the mind because you're able to witness the mind. You're able to watch your thoughts, which means that you're prior to this construction of the mind. You're bypassing the limitation of the mind and you're moving from the personal state to the state of consciousness and ultimately awareness. And this Native American wisdom is saying the same thing. When we do that, we recognize that we're all connected and we're connected to all things and that there is really no separation, that it's the mind that's creating that separation. And so I'll close with another piece of wisdom from Black Elk who is from Lakota tribe. And he says, and while I stood there, I saw more than I can tell. And I understood more than I saw. For I was seeing in a sacred manner, the shapes of all things in the spirit and the shape of all shapes as they must live together like one being. This oneness that we truly are can only be seen when we take this time apart to really quiet ourselves and let everything go. (laughs) And then in that way, we can experience what truly is we we go beyond the boundaries of the mind and we we become awareness just by being present we we are presence this wisdom to me is is so interrelated and it's so perfect because it you know it's it's tells us that first in this human experience, you know, when we are living, when we live with respect, with all things, with nature, then we are at peace with all around us. But that peace starts within ourselves. And as we feel that peace within ourselves, it expands to others. And then when we we have that peace, that naturally comes with this Ability to reflect. And this to me is what the indigenous people had um, without, you know, <laughs> the um, the challenges of colonization, the horrors that happened after that, you know, in a historical standpoint. This ability to reflect, to come to this ultimate wisdom. And it's something I feel that in our society today, it feels like a luxury to take time to consider these these principles of peace to take this meditative time to come to the awareness that the indigenous people and so many others from so many cultures came to this generation it feels is focused on other things on surviving and so the you know the ability to take time away to have these revelations is something that feels like it's relegated to a small number of teachers. <laughs> and even for myself, you know, I've been very blessed that I'm, you know, I'm able to step away from the normal societal um what is it called? hamster wheel <laughs> and be on this island and have all of this time for meditative reflection. And the encouragement that I can give is you don't necessarily have to be as extreme as I have been but take some time you know even if it's just a few minutes every day to get to the point of recognition of what these masters have been teaching us from the beginning of time as we come to know that there's no separation that it's only in the mind we're not moved into different states of discomfort by every little thing that happens we have more stability we become peace we are peace that is our true nature and we're able to live in alignment with what we truly are as we take the time to recognize the things that you know black elk has shared seeing that we are one that everything is one that we're one with nature that we're one with the environment we're one with each other it dramatically shifts the way that we treat each other it elevates the I think not only just the human experience but our our own earth walk <laughs> as Lakota say then life is is a beautiful dance this is the opportunity that we have and I think it can start very small both first with yourself but then With your family and those around you and then as we all incorporate these kinds of principles we're uplifting the entire collective and that's where i think true awakening happens and and that is why i thank you for being here namaste